Grundy County, Tennessee Sheriff Clint Shrum has had a varied career that has run the gamut from police officer to LEL with the Tennessee Governor's Highway Safety Office to his current role. Along the way, he has made traffic safety a priority. Sheriff Shrum sat down with us at the GHSA annual meeting to talk about how he changed the mindset of traffic safety in the Sheriff's Office, how LELs can build relationships with law enforcement agencies and leaders, the contribution that Tennessee's LELs have made to the state's recent drop in traffic fatalities, and the importance of engaging rural agencies in traffic safety and enforcement efforts. So you've had an interesting career. You've been a police officer, an LEL with the Tennessee Governor's Highway Safety Office. You are now the sheriff of Grundy County, Tennessee. How has this background helped your work as sheriff? Well, I think uh, the biggest thing I have learned from transitioning from police officer to LEL to or sheriff's deputy is learning how to keep things fluid, how to keep things moving uh, without having any downtime. And that's been, that's been a difficult transition for the transition from LEL to sheriff's office, mainly because I had never been a sheriff's deputy. I'd always worked as a police officer and there was a lot to learn in that transition, but keeping, keeping things fluid from one transition to the next uh, was, was key for us. In the position of LEL, that had to happen because you're going from one campaign to the next, you're going from one year to the next, there's always new things being thrown at you in, in regards to traffic safety. And then you had the, what we, what we call the cornerstone programs that you had to keep fresh uh, and new, click it or ticket, booze it and lose it here in the state of Tennessee. So uh, we wanted to keep those things moving. In the office of sheriff, yesterday actually made one year since I'd been elected for that term that I had been in office, we had to change some mindsets about highway traffic safety. So keeping those things moving, fluid, that's the biggest thing that I'd learned that I needed to do with this transition. Can you tell me a little bit more about changing the mindsets in traffic safety as um, Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, most people know that will be listening to this that a lot of sheriff's offices have, they don't take a proactive approach to traffic enforcement. And then there are some that just absolutely wear it out. And I think the reason for that is this, and I can see it now, is that in the state of Tennessee, the sheriffs have four statutory duties that we have to do. We have to keep the peace, watch the courts, serve civil process at court orders, and keep the jail. That alone is enough to keep somebody busy. So traffic kind of gets put on the back burner. And, and that's the way it was at the agency that I had taken over. Traffic was just not a paramount thing. If you had traffic enforcement to do, you'd done it, but if not, it was just one of those things that you let go. So being a traffic-oriented person, uh, when I worked over at the Winchester, Tennessee Police Department for the first part of my career, that's, that's what I'd done, was traffic. I, I enjoyed it. Coming to the Governor's Highway Safety Office, that's what we do, is traffic. So I'm a traffic-minded person. That's what we were going to do at the Sheriff's Office. We were going to work traffic because traffic not only prevents uh, fatalities, saves lives, but it also deters crime. And so I had to convince those people who had never worked traffic, hey, let's work traffic, let's deter crime, let's just see what happens. Let's just, let's do it for three months and see what happens. We done it for three months and we started seeing the results of it. Six months, we had a tremendous mid-year report and we started changing some minds. That doesn't mean we're still writing everybody tickets and that doesn't mean we went from writing 10 tickets to you know, thousands of tickets. But what it does mean is this, is that we have increased our traffic enforcement. We have seen our fatalities go from 
it went from 10 the year before to five last year to right now it's zero. And, and, and people are going, well, that's not a large number anyhow. I'm only a county of about 14,000 people. One fatality is too many for us. So we're at zero right now. Our crashes decreased 17%. Our mid-year crime, uh, and this is what's exciting to me, decreased by about 30%. And so I can, I can correlate that with traffic and the increase of traffic enforcement and those guys changing their mindset. Uh, hey, not all of them has, has bought into, hey, let's go out and write tickets and things of that nature, or let's go out and do this, but it's working and we will continue to do that. How did you get the people to go ahead and give you that three months? Did you provide incentives or did you provide just department policy? Well, I think it was just the fact that I was a new sheriff mm -hmm. and those guys were having to find out and fill me out, find out what I was about, fill me out, and see if they actually even wanted to stay and work for me. And that was going to be how I operated the agency. We were going to do traffic. I actually had a deputy come to me in, in the law enforcement room. was one of the old head deputies. Good guy, does a good job, didn't want to do traffic, and made, let it be known to me, hey, Sheriff, you're a deputy now. Sheriff's offices just don't write tickets. And I had, I had an employee tell me that. And so I just kindly got up from my desk, walked over to the filing cabinet, pulled out a ticket book, and said, now we do. And so it's not one of those things to where I wanted them to go out and start just ransacking Grundy County. And we still don't do that. But what I did want them to do is understand that if there's an infraction, if there's a violation, it needs to be addressed. It's just not something that can be let go. And so we started getting the buy-in. And after the three months, and they, re they seen the residual effect from what could happen. More arrests were being made. In fact, some call volume decreased a little bit because when you're more visible, criminals start hanging out less in these high crime areas and start finding other places to go. So they seen that, hey, maybe we can get some of this call volume off of us. So it, it helped in that sense. My traffic guy, when I say traffic guy, I call him that because he generates more traffic than anybody, stops, citations, arrests. I actually let him go to our Lifesavers conference this year as just kind of a, hey, thanks. I didn't throw it out there as a, hey, you're going to get to do this, you get to do that. I don't want to get a ticket war started amongst people, but I do want them to understand that this is that when you save lives and when you do a good job, there's things out there for you. Uh, that's how I got in the business. That's how I become a traffic safety guy. Um, DUIs, speeding, child passenger safety. Uh, and when you look at your stats today and you see zero on the board and you're minus two from last year, that is what I'm after. And they've bought into it, so that's, that's good. Going back to your time as an LEL, how did you manage relationships with chiefs and sheriffs? And then now, sort of on the flip side, now that you are in the sheriff's office, how would you recommend to LELs that they manage that relationship? That, that's, that's a really good question. I was a network coordinator for the Governor's Highway Safety Office from about 1999 to 2006 when I got hired. So I have been with the LEL program in Tennessee since it started pretty much. And so I've watched it have its good times. I've seen it have its bad times but it's a program that I believe in. The thing that I knew right off the bat, I was a police officer when I was a coordinator, but I sat down and spoke to my chief, and I said, hey, Chief Dennis Young, Winchester Police Department, I said, what do you expect from this program? How, how do you expect me to go out, or how would you want me to approach you about it? 
And we had some conversation and I took that in. And so from there, I went out and I started seeing what agencies specialized in. If there was an agency that was just just doing really good in DUI enforcement. We really pushed that. We really emphasized, hey, you're doing really good with DUI enforcement. And so that's the part that we flirted with. You know, when you, when you build a relationship, I've been married 20 years, same woman. To get her attention or to build that relationship with her, I wanted to tell her, hey, you look good today. Your hair looks good today. This looks good today. When I went out to this chiefs of police, or these sheriffs, I said, hey, your DUI enforcement's looking good because that's where they thought they looked the best. You know, they felt pretty in DUI enforcement. There was some police agencies that felt pretty in speed enforcement. So that's how we built those relationships around what they felt they were good at. Some of them were not good at anything. And so we kind of had to identify where they were good at. And, and I would go to a sheriff and I would go, hey, Sheriff, you know, your guys are really knocking it out at some DUI enforcement. Why don't we recognize that? The, the biggest concern they had was, well, I don't want to get a competition started. Well, we don't have to get a competition started. Bring them over to our monthly network meeting. Let me give that guy a certificate or a plaque. Let us recognize them for what they're doing. What happened was those other deputies or police officers said, hey, I like that. I, I want to be part of that. And we started seeing their progress pick up and their performance pick up. And we didn't force something that those agencies didn't want to do on them. For instance, sheriff's offices are not generally big speeding ticket writing agencies because they have elections. And a lot of sheriffs say, hey, you know, I need this job for another eight years. Where I'm from, we write speeding tickets. They save lives. Sometimes if we can write a warning, we write a warning. If we can't write a warning, we'll write a paying citation. But we didn't go to that sheriff and go, you have to write speeding tickets. We didn't do that. What we found happened is this, is if we flirted with the DUI enforcement side of it, and that's where they felt pretty, and we let them build that, they wrote speeding tickets. It just happened. They wrote car seat tickets. It just happened. So that's how we built those relationships. There were times where we had problem agencies that we would go in and we would have to say, hey, there is an incentive for you for participating. You know, maybe you can get a $5,000 grant from the Governor's Highway Safety Office. Maybe your guy can get a flashlight for participating. But there had to be some participation before there was an incentive. It excites me because I look at the LEL program in Tennessee, three of the four law enforcement liaisons in Tennessee were my network coordinators. They worked under me as a coordinator and then they were able to move on as an LEL. That excites me. That lets me know that what, what we've done as a group worked well enough to do it in the state. Mm -hmm. And they're having success in it. I, I said this yesterday, I've been here a year. The, the nation is struggling a little bit at 14%. I believe that number will come down by the end of the year. But when fuel is cheaper, people travel more. When the economy's a little better, people are gonna do more. And so that's part of the reason why fatalities are up, no doubt about it. In Tennessee, we're down 9%. That's awesome. We want to keep driving those numbers down. So Director Poole, those guys are doing a great job. Brenda Jones over in West Tennessee, she is the only one that didn't work under me as a LEL. And I told her, I said, one of these days we'll have that position. It, that person will have come out after me. And she kind of got a, a laugh out of that. But, they're, they're really doing good here. How specifically do you think the LELs have been helping the Governor's Highway Safety Office with 
this wonderful drop in fatalities. Well, I think the key point is this. The GHSO in Tennessee lets the LELs be part of their strategic highway safety planning, not in every facet of it because not every facet of it pertains to enforcement, but they let the LEL participate in those things. If there's an enforcement question, they don't hesitate to say, hey, let's turn to the LELs and let's find out what we need to do to get these folks involved with enforcement. If there's a new campaign or something that needs to roll out, they ask the LELs, you know, how do we need to do this? So they let those guys take that role and run with it. I think another thing that's been key for Tennessee is training. In Tennessee, the Governor's Highway Safety Office partners with other agencies and they provide training, tuition-free, post-approved, where they get credit for going to this for their 40 hours a year. And with agencies like mine who have a small budget who can't afford to send people you know, all the time to some of the bigger institutions, that's huge. And it offers our guys an incentive to want to do more, to go to these trainings. They can get basic crash, advanced, recon, SFSD, things of those natures. And so that builds a good working relationship. But they trust the opinion of the LEL, and then they treasure the work of the LEL. And, and I think that's why they have had so much success with the LEL program. Hey, listen, Tennessee modeled their LEL program after Georgia's back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and it's been successful, and it will continue to be successful because they've got it worked right, they've got it instituted right, and um, those guys and, and, and Brenda are going out, they're hitting it hard, and uh, they're keeping those relationships good. Do you have any final advice for other LELs in terms of working with their sheriffs or um, how it is that they can better develop relationships with the sheriff's offices? I, I do. I think that keeping rural agencies engaged is paramount. And I say that not that the metropolitan agencies are not important. They're going to be involved just because they're metropolitan agencies. They're big agencies. The, the governor's highway safety offices have got to keep those people engaged. But rural agencies have got to be involved to make it successful. That's why Tennessee has been successful. They have engaged these small agencies. My agency has got 18 road deputies. We're small, 14,000 people, just a little stretch of interstate, about 14 miles of interstate. And so most everything that we have is back roads, side roads, and state highways. But my LEL comes to me, calls me, and asks me what I need, just like he would do the Chattanooga Police Department, who has got 400 plus. We've got that same working relationship. So you've got to keep those people on board. 75% of our agencies in Tennessee are 15 men or less. So if you do that, keep those rural agencies interested, engaged, treat them just like you would a, a big agency, call them up, have a conversation with them just like you would anybody else you're going to succeed. You've got to do that because that's most of your agencies are that, are that size. They want to feel important. They want to feel wanted. And, and so if they feel that way, they're going to participate. And, and, and that's the advice I would give. I just say, hey, go out, knock those doors, cold call those people. Go by and just knock on the door of your local sheriff's department and say, hey, is the sheriff available? If he's not, ask for the next person. Find somebody in the brass section to speak to and let them know, hey, you're important. We want you to participate and then show them that they're important. You know, we participated in the law enforcement challenge here in Tennessee this year 
didn't participate nationally. Maybe we'll get to that point next year. We didn't place. We, we wouldn't first, second, or third. But you know what? Uh, we got down there. We rubbed shoulders with those folks who did place, and we, it was good to be there. We got to walk across the stage. We did win a, a little speed sign thing for participating, and it made our guys feel important. And so it was, it was this. There's not every police officer right now across this nation is under attack, and we need to support them. The general public needs to support them, and I think our LEL offices are doing that, our GHSO offices are doing that, and we appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Well, thanks for having us, we appreciate it. Okay.